Welcome back. It's Marcus Drew Steele. And I'm Trenton Rashad. And you're listening to Cold Pop. Yes. So we have been doing lots and lots of reflection. Um, Yes. The mood is right in here. I just want to make sure that, (laughs) you know, you guys don't get to see where we are recording right now. Thank God. We are in my home studio. Um, (laughs) And we got the, it's, it's. It's given, honey. It's yes. given. You've got the um, the candles lit. Trent's made uh, some strong ass drinks. So we should have a really good episode. We should. I think so. I, th- I mean, we have a lot to talk about. There's so much going on. Just during this time, someone, I saw something on social media and it was like, oh, I'll be, ex- I'll be glad to when things get back to normal. And someone under that was like, Wait, are you saying normal as in when we were being, you know, when America was quote unquote great again, basically, when, you know, people were being disrespected and killed and things were not being taken seriously as mm-hmm. far as um, how, how blacks are portrayed and, and media and offen- like offensive comments, all of those things. And it's right. just this, it kind of echoes this resurgence of people kind of speaking out and talking about some of the things, which has been a similar theme, I feel like, throughout all of these episodes that we've been doing lately. But it was just an interesting take on, you know, will things get back to normal? Will there be a chance when things are going to get back to normal? Like, this is actually, while, you know, despite corona, the other things that are going on right now, the things that... um, unfortunately had to take place for us to get to this level mm-hmm. i think it is going to bring about some long-lasting change yeah i don't think we're ever going to go back to normal number one because of the pandemic and just how the way that this country operates i think that that's a huge issue and then number oh, yeah. two the fact because of all of these protests are happening and it's just change needs to be made and so i mean to go back to normal would be to defeat the whole purpose of right. everything that's happened so far exactly so exactly. i agree so with that. uh last time that we spoke i was on my way to kentucky i am now back in chicago which is great it's great to be back um no you came back the week before we talked about it last no week. is that is that how that happened yeah are so you, you sure? Like a Are week. you sure? Yeah. Look. Roll the tape. <laughs> it's so, I mean, it's crazy. Somebody we, roll the tape I've been, back. Oh, okay. I'm trying to think. Yeah, that was, we talked about you, your weekend at home last That's week. That's right. We did talk about that. You mm-hmm. know what? Maybe it's just that I've, I wish that I was back in Kentucky <laughs> this week after seeing all of the celebrities that were in Kentucky for uh, the rally um, in Frankfurt, like, Maybe it's just that was wishful thinking that I was hoping because I was scrolling through and I, once I saw Common, I was like, oh, what am I doing? I need to be back at home right now. Is he still dating Tiffany Haddish? And you know what? I can't be worried about that right now. Oh. That's not what the focus is. Right. I'm just saying maybe I should have been back in Kentucky. I saw <laughs> the uh, the Smiths. So I, I, Willow and Jaden and Jada Pinkett Smith were there. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. And there were a couple of other celebrities that I was able to kind of catch. And so shout out to all of the organizers of the event in Frankfurt. Um, and I hope that we can finally get some justice for Breonna Taylor. Yes. That was literally what I was just about to say. Um we have gone through a lot, and I'm sure we're going to talk about some of this stuff in our other segments, but 
we are slowly but surely, you know, trudging our way and getting, you know, monochrome pieces of justice uh, for our fallen brothers and sisters. It's definitely one of the things that I have seen. Some some cities are moving faster than others. Um, well, Minnesota, Minneapolis didn't have a choice because right. that city is about to get burned down. To Atlanta, the there was a lot of movement that happened very quickly, yes. but it seems as though Kentucky is there. It's dragging their heels, dragging their heels. Kentucky embarrasses me, like to even say that I'm from there. Well, you know what? Uh, I have to disagree because there are certain instances in where I was. I'm really proud of the state. Um, for instance, this past Tuesday was their primary. Um, in Kentucky and because of everything that's going on there was some heavy movement just in terms of voter suppression Um, so for those who don't know there Jefferson County which probably houses the largest percentage of African Americans black people yeah it is yeah it houses the majority of um, African Americans in the state um, which is the, the city yeah, of Louisville. Yeah, which is the city of Louisville, know. right. Um, where Breonna Taylor was killed. Yes. Um, where she was murdered, excuse me. But um, what they did was, is because of quote-unquote coronavirus, they um, closed a lot of the polling yeah, locations. Yeah, they blamed it on coronavirus. Yeah, they said but... because of coronavirus, we're going to be closing so many of these polling locations, and we're going to leave this big one, which I believe was Freedom Hall, um, open. Now, as Anyone who's gotten off work and has went on election day or primary day to to go go vote, vote. you have to be in line by a certain time. And if you are in line by a certain time, they will allow you you to come in. Legally. Yes, they have to allow you to come in and vote. vote. So right around the time that it's closing, around 6 o'clock, they start to lock some of the doors. And there's lots of people in line, a a number of African-Americans in line. And I mean... They start to lock those doors. This is textbook voter suppression. Same thing that was happening in Atlanta. And so what you see happening is they start to beat on the doors. They are beating on the doors. We want to vote. We want to be let in. I'm excited to see um, what the primary results will be. Because of the absentee ballots, it's going to take some time for them to get the full tabulation and calculations of um, of, of what won. it will look like, yes. Of who, who is won. it? Amy McGrath and Amy McGrath Charles and Charles Booker, Booker are going to be. Um, it, they're going to be battling it out. Who's who's going to go against Mitch? And Charles was the one who filed the injunction to keep the polling places open. So on I'm Tuesday. I'm really excited. And so yes, I think in some respects, yes, because of the slow, the slow, slow movement um, in Breonna Taylor's case, but. That that Tuesday, that was at like that was just a moment that I was really proud to be like, yes, like this is how you do it. You know what frustrates me is just the fact that to me, the obvious, if you're concerned about coronavirus and polling places, my thinking would be I would want to open up more. To prevent there from being long lines exactly. at less. Exactly. Because there you have a higher risk of being um, uh, exposed to coronavirus while you're standing in line with thousands of other people at one right. polling place as opposed to at a smaller polling place where perhaps there are maybe four or five people in line at a time. Yeah, it does, it does so that not didn't make, make sense. sense to me. I it think. does not make sense. But one thing I will say is that as we go 
deeper and deeper into a, this election year, take note. That's why I shared. This, yes. Yeah. Do take note and do not let this happen in your state, in your city, whatever is going on. Make sure that you are taking the proper precautions, whether it is you need to do that absentee ballot or you need a to. A mail-in ballot. Yeah. Um, That's so, what I shared. Um, and I'll say it again on the podcast. If you live in the state of Illinois and in the city of Chicago, you can openly file for a mail-in ballot right now until October. So yeah. just know that November will be here before we know it. And to disregard, you know, safety protocols of standing in line to go and vote, take measures now, yeah. get a mail-in ballot and be set. So you don't even have to go to a polling place. All you have to do is mail it in. So if you're in Illinois and in Chicago and you can vote from home, mm-hmm. uh, request a mail-in ballot now. So um, that I mean, that was just one thing that de- definitely happened this week that stuck out to, in my yeah. mind. Um, so shout out to all my uh, family and friends back in Kentucky and keep fighting the good fight down there. Yes. With that being said, let's move on to our next segment because I got some things I want to get off okay. my chest. So everyone knows it's time for one of our signature segments, which is entitled Woo Child. This is where we get to count down some of the most viral moments that happened this past week that made us say Woo Child. Or Woo Child. Ugh. Um, so I'm just going to get this out. Okay, you out go of the ahead. Way. Yeah, you start yeah. first. In one foul swoop. And what we're going to do is, people, there is still a pandemic going on. Okay. I I know you want to get outside. Marcus's PSA. Oh, I'm, I'm pissed. Not PSA, pissed. <laughs> there is a pandemic going on. You know, there, I don't, what I did not understand was why States were trying to be so fast to reopen, and now here we are in this same situation um, for states that tried to reopen, and now they're having to backpedal because cases have skyrocketed. Hospitals have been flooded, and there's been a huge increase in cases. And that whole BS of, oh, we're doing more testing, which means we're going to have more cases, the numbers are disproportionate. Because if you raise testing by 3%, but the number of cases are damn near 30%, that's not all from testing that's new cases don't try it boo boo yeah don't try it so what i want to say first off is stay home stay home there were a lot of uh places who had to stop like texas and florida they had to resend their pause the reopening let's take it back 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 let's let's go back a couple phases (laughs) yeah and so they had to pause all of that And then can we also talk about how um, the Corona task force, the COVID-19 task force that he put in place, he ain't talked to them in damn near three weeks. Disbanded. Practically. Dr. Fauci. What's it? Fauci? Fauci. 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 That's Bob Fauci. Yeah. Hey, big spender. <laughs> Dahlia said. I love Bob Fosse. I love Bob uh, She, uh, <laughs> she was. Uh, no, ma'am. <laughs> but no, yeah, like all of that. It's very uh, aggravating. And just the fact that. And, oh, and also on June 20th at his rally, he talked about how he was slowing down testing. I don't even want to get into that whack <laughs> rally. Let's not even get into it. I'm so aggravated. Like, yeah. ugh. I, Please stay home. Please be safe. The coronavirus, the COVID-19 has not gone anywhere. Please wear a mask. Right. 
It is not that hard to Please put on a mask. mask. And I know it is. You know what? But it is hard to remember sometimes. Like, and I've done it before. I've been halfway down the block and like, oh, shoot, I forgot my mask. And I turned right around to go get it. So, yeah, it's just about being disciplined and understanding that there is a larger there's a larger play it here, right? It's not like, just about you. It's not just about you. Stop it's being like, so fucking selfish. We like, have to really think about how, everyone else, everyone else, and how we are doing our part in yeah. this. So yeah, agreed. or else case is going to skyrocket. And like now, Canada's border is still closed, so can't nobody go there. And the EU was even talking about opening back up their borders, but uh, restricting travel to Americans Jesus. to any of the year to, uh, to Europe. And I don't blame them. Yeah, because I would too. Y'all ain't the, uh, the United States has been the worst at controlling this virus. Mm. Why is that? When you have so many other countries around the world who are starting to see huge declines and starting to open back up, why are we Understood. stuck like this? I mean, we know the answer, but like, why? Hard headed. How about just dumbass? Hard headed, don't want to listen, and think that we're invincible. Americans. That's a woo. Ooh. Ooh, child. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Damn, I think, damn, I think damn. we're just going to get you a, a segment of your own. Please. This, Can we call it like Marcus, Marcus Rants? Marcus Rants? Yes. Yeah, something. Yeah. Because I'm going to get you with Maddie Rants. Right. I, we just, need to get Maddie on the podcast because. Because he would get the girls together. Yes. Um, but that's one of my woo child. What do you got? Got you. Um, the moment that made me go woo chow for sure this week was this whole thing with Justin Bieber. Uh, um, yeah. so for those who don't know, um, Justin Bieber was recently accused of sexual assault. Um, there were some anonymous tweets that came out, um, last week about some alleged incidents happening back in 2014, 2015. And, uh, naming Justin Bieber as an uh, as a sexual um, abuser, abuser. yeah, yeah. Uh, basically said that he abused a young lady in one of his hotel rooms at the Four Seasons. Um, what was so funny is that they were very specific. They gave dates um, of when it happened, and uh, from that, Justin Bieber fired back immediately, saying as these things have. were not true. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that. Providing the receipts of where he was to say, this is the documentary that I was filming that day. You can have this. I was nowhere near the Four Seasons. That did not happen. Here is a witness. My ex-girlfriend, Selena Gomez, who was with me at the time. Did Selena um, say something? So she was there. Um, I think this is all coming out because he is now filing a defamation suit against those accusers. For 20 20 million dollars he is not he said okay you guys want to play let's play he says this is not a game this is not a game and in his statement he kind of goes forward and talks a little bit more about it i thought the statement was done really well um this is what he said it is abundantly clear that these two individuals are trying to capitalize on the climate of fear permeating the entertainment industry Okay, well, he clearly didn't write this. So, no, okay. no, 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 he didn't write that. I think that um, that was with um, probably his attorney yeah, or something like that. Um, but kind of going, once again, they talk about this pretty graphically. They go on to give the date, 
Mar- this happened March 9th, 2014, hmm. um, at the Four Seasons in Austin, Texas. They go on to name the young lady, um, I guess. Who was involved? Say, yeah, can we say the, the victim? Name? No, yeah. I wouldn't say that. Okay, okay. I was going to say, well, it's printed. Hello. Um, and oh, and there's another date um, that he was get- they They said that there was another date that also the alleged assault happened, that another assault happened. He was like, Sorry, boo-boo, I was at the Met Gala that day. Here are the photos. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if we'll ever know exactly what happened, but he's definitely denying these, and it's coming with receipts. I mean, I, I we live in a, a climate, and I agree, you always believe the victim. However, if you have receipts that match up and provide an alibi, then yeah, there's... Did clearly like and he's not afoot. coming against the me too movement or anything right. like that he said every claim he says in his um in a tweet he said every claim of sexual abuse should be taken very seriously correct and this is why my response was needed so serious um, yeah so he's suing each of the young ladies because this came out through two twitter accounts uh, he's suing each of them for defamation um and seeking damages okay so i guess we'll find out what happens we'll see what happens but Ooh, chow. Ooh, chow. Okay, what do you have next? I got one more that's definitely going to make you say woo chow. Um, but I'm gonna we're going to play the video first so that you can hear this, and then I want to get your comments. So, okay, let's check it out. Uh, listen to this. Aunt Jemima was canceled. And, and if you didn't know, Nancy Green, the original first Aunt Jemima, she was a picture of the American dream. She was a freed slave who went on to be the face of the pancake syrup that we love and, and have in our pantries today. Girl, I know you fucking lie. Girl. <laughs> I know you fucking lie. <laughs> what? The picture of the American dream? Huh? Who? I have why? Who is that, first of all? Right. Let's get some name let's get a let's get a name to I the delusion. You're delusional, delusional. I don't know the name, her name, but the the um the headline or the says Aunt Jemima was canceled. She was the picture of the American dream. She was a freed slave who went on to be the face of the pancake syrup. A student at Trump's event on Tuesday. So she's a student somewhere. I don't know her name, but this is why you need to stay in school, kids. Even though school doesn't even teach you everything, but right. What? I don't. I listen. All I can say is Wu Chow because this is abundantly not true. Well, this is what I'm trying to figure out. So Nancy Green was actually, I think, hired right to think, be yeah. the image. Uh huh. Right. So what? What? What is she? What, what what American dream is she describing here? But like, is it your it, American dream of <laughs> uh, of slave? Like what what is your what is the American dream that you're describing? Is it Trump's Make America Great Again dream? Probably, but I mean, like the whole Aunt Jemima thing came is, is a racist remark. We talk, we discussed this last week. Is a racist remark and like was based off of a slave. So I mean, right. That's not the American dream or anything to do with it. And so what she did was try to sparse details to fit her narrative. And that's just not true. Well, this is, okay, this is the other thing. 
I feel as though there is a dream and an ideal that people hold on to. When you hear people like say, you know, make America great again or or, you know, things of like pull yourself up by your bootstraps like America, like that is some people's some white people's idea of the American dream. And you know what makes me so frustrated, especially it's very triggering to me, the whole pull yourself up by your bootstraps, because I've had somebody say that to me. And okay. I'm like, I know you're not serious, are you? Right. But what aggravates me the most about it is just the fact that you expect somebody to pull themselves up by the bootstraps in a system that wasn't designed for them. And you're so scared that those people will get the same opportunities that you do and you won't be able to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and create opportunities. You see, you see that paradox right. there? Yeah. And so it's so aggravating because it's said out of fear because you don't want people who are disenfranchised to have, this, to have the same opportunities that you have. And so you force this narrative of, oh, well, just pull yourself up by your bootstraps, like make yourself successful. But how can you make yourself successful if you're 50 feet from the starting line and you still have to wait after all the other racers have already ran a lap? Before you can even start. Exactly. And then you're supposed to pull yourself up the bootstraps when you're already behind? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I would definitely love to sit down with her and ask her exactly whose dream. Not me. Whose dream dream is it? No, That you're referring to, sweetheart. Tell her to go Um, sit out and read a book. Yeah, it's tired. I'm tired. Um, Fun fact, Nancy Uh Green was from Kentucky. Was she? And lived in Chicago. We're history in the making. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. But, I mean, this kind of... But see, this is what I'm talking about. Like, people who don't have the education or... Or the context. Or the context of something like an Aunt Jemima and what it represents... Then they just say stupid shit like that. To someone who is black, yes, is going to be... You will never... She will never get it. I don't think she'll ever get it. You could talk to your blue in the face. And And it's not because that the information is not there. It's the fact that she refuses... I'm sure she... Just like a lot of people who um, are in that crowd... Yeah. They just refuse to see anything beyond their own peripheral. Child. So therefore, I can't... Woo child. Okay. Well, with that being said, let's take a break. Okay, let's take a break. Um, And then when we come back, listen, y'all, I don't know what Marcus has up his sleeve. We will have the finale. Some segment that is coming up out of our Pride series. Okay. Um, with the hist- well, of course, we were ending it with the history of pride. Okay, here we so, go. Let's take a quick break and we've got something special. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back, everyone. Hey, y'all, here we go. I am so excited because we are going to talk about our last topic in our Pride series for this Mm -hmm. month, for the month of Pride. And this topic we're going to call the history of Pride. Okay, just a quick disclaimer. I have no clue what we are about to talk about. Usually, we try to collaborate collaborate and have something you know kind of together for us to be at least a little bit briefed on i have no clue what we're about to do 
And I'm so glad that you said that because yes, we usually do collaborate, but after the controversy and the travesty that was Juneteenth, and since you got your fucking degree and you think you know everything, I know we're gonna play Who Wants to and Be you know a Millionaire. What? You're jealous. <laughs> the, the jealousy. So gear up, baby boy, because you're about to play. Let's dim the lights. So wait, I don't get to ask you questions at all? No, ma'am. So this is all on me? Absolutely. This is, okay. Whatever, fine. I don't care. You know what? This is an attempt. This is not an attempt. To even the the playing field, and it's fine. Do it. Go ahead. I'm game. All let's right. Let's go. Are you done, you're done interrupting the game show Yeah, let's host? go. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to welcome you to what we'd like to call the history of pride. Can I have the lights bring down, please? Brought down, please. Um, we have our first contestant who goes by the name of Trenton Rashad. He hails all the way from Bowling Green. Uh, not Bowling yeah, Green. Yeah, bitch, you tried Har- it. <laughs> Harrods, this is on TV, so no cursing, please. Oh. Thanks. Um, he hails all the way from Harrodsburg, Kentucky. He is uh, a one. <laughs> he is a he School is a teacher from he, he works with students um and he's playing for charity um and the charity of his choice is marcus drew Steele's um fund because he needs some Whatever. funding um hi trent how are you doing i'm great i'm great it's so great to have you here yeah this is this is very interesting yeah yeah i'm glad that you could stop by and play this game um here are the rules just like any other uh, round of who wants to be a millionaire, I am going to ask you some questions. Those questions will be multiple choice. Um, you will be asked to lock in your answer. Okay. And once you do lock in your answer, it is final. That's fine. So, are you ready to play? I'm ready. To the play. history of pride. I'm about to be like Derek Berry. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Berry said, I mean, that was... Gay rights. That was, you know, people died. <laughs> people died. Like, no, no one, one died, died in Stonewall. <laughs> like, ooh. Um, okay. First question. Can we have the lights brought down? Please bring up the music. You done brought the lights down three times. Trent and Rich, right. And they still haven't been brought down. Hello. Whatever. Somebody getting fired. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Question number one. In what year did the Stonewall riots happen? A, 1969. B, 1968. Stop cheating. I see you picking up. Actually, hand me that that device. No, I'm going to put it right here. No, you're a lot. Okay, there you go. Or C, 1970. You are allowed to get the answer wrong. We'll still go through, but we will be taking note. So, once again. 1968, 1969, and 1970. In what year did the Stonewall riots happen? 1969, A, B, 1968, or C, 1970? B, 1968. Take your time. Is it? Oh, damn. You didn't even let me say, is that your final answer? Okay. Um, Unfortunately, you were wrong. What was it? The correct answer is 1969. You Next said question. began. What in what year did the Stonewall riots happen? Oh, okay. Girl, I said the question twice. Okay. 
Okay, moving on. Question two. So far, zero. The house has one. Trent, the contestant, zero. Question number two. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Who were the two people who led the Stonewall riots? Was it A, Sylvia Rivera? Was it B, Marsha P. Johnson? Was it C, Marsha P. Johnson and Martha Shelley? Or was it D, Sylvia Rivera and Marsha P. Johnson? Or was it E, none of the above? Once again, the question, who were the two people who led the Stonewall riots? A, Sylvia Rivera, B, Marsha P. Johnson, C, Martha Shelley and Marsha P. Johnson, D, Sylvia Rivera and Marsha P. Johnson, or E, none of the above. I'm going to go with Marsha P. Johnson and Martha Shelley. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. I'm sorry, but that's not the correct answer. Who is answer. it? Marsha P. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera? Yes. Okay. Well. So. Okay. So I've lost. I do not know pride this history. Is, once again, uh, the house is two and Trenton, the contestant, is this, zero. This was a scheme set up by Todd. Question to number come to me with the bullshit. Question okay. number three. Which president named Stonewall in and surrounding streets as a national monument? Was it A, George Bush? Was it B, Barack Obama? Was it C, Bill Clinton? Or was it D, Congress? Wait, can you read it again? Yes. Which president named Stonewall Inn and the surrounding streets a national monument? A, George Bush, B, Barack Obama, C, Bill Clinton, or D, Congress? Um, you're cheating because you're looking I'm at not cheating. your computer. I'm you're not cheating. cheating. I'm, no. You're so cheating. I'm definitely no, this not is cheating. What, and this is proving the point from June episode. I'm this not is cheating. Exactly proving the point. I'm definitely I'm not cheating. I'm watching you look it up on your computer. You see, no, you see. So answer what, okay, the question. Okay, what am I pulling? Okay, look. Answer the question. You're gonna show me what's on the what's answer, on the screen. I can't tell, but answer the question. I'm sorry, I was not paying attention. Can Clearly, you give it to me one more time. See, this is raggedy, just raggedy. Okay, That's what happened? You said was it Congress? It was not Congress. What pres? That's not what president. I'm just providing you the options. What, what were the president options? George Bush, A, Barack no. Obama, B, Bill Clinton, C, Is it going to be Congress, Bill Clinton D. or Barack Obama? Do I get a lifeline? Do I get anything? Uh, you can eliminate an answer. Well, no, because then you'll delete Congress. Um, I'm going... I, maybe always, I will, maybe I won't. Always bet on black. I'm going to say Barack Obama. Is that your final answer? Uh, I feel like that happened a long time after. I'm going to, yeah. All right, that's going to be my final answer. Lock it in. Survey says you are correct. It was Barack Obama Girl, in 2016. Okay, I'm, okay, is that the last question? No, we have eight questions. No, oh. <laughs> this is question number four. You really tried it. Uh, yeah, this, uh, because this. I'm proving a point and you're proving my point. And so to all y'all listeners out there who spammed my uh, inbox, y'all know who you are. Say it. What's the point that you're trying to prove, sweetie? That you're a cheater. 
What have I cheated on? You've used your phone and your computer to try to look up these answers. I was not. So I, was not using, I did, did it. I will tell you, I did episode. use my phone at, at the initial, and then you said I couldn't use my phone, so I put my phone to the side. Question number four. Okay, here we go. When was gay marriage legalized in the U.S.? 2015. A, June 2016. B, June 2014. Or C, June 2015. June 2015. Is that your final answer? Final answer. Lock it in. You are correct. Yeah. The contestant is two. The house is two. Question number five. And from now on, these questions were provided by the lovely people at MSN Lifestyle. Number five. You know, we got to put the sponsor in there. All right. When was the first documented gay rights organization, Society for Human Rights, founded? A, 1924, B, 1930, or C, 1919? What? That's so early. When was the first documented gay rights organization called Society for Human Rights founded? A, 1924, B, 1930 or C, 1919? Oof. 1924? I can also eliminate an answer. Okay, yeah, let's eliminate an answer. So we're going to eliminate 1919. So your options are A, 1924 or B, 1924. Is that your final answer? Final answer. You are correct. It is 1924. Yeah. The contestant is three. The house is two. Oh, and the fun note, it was established in Chicago, Illinois by go. a man named Henry Gerber. Question number six. Gerber, baby. When was America's first gay pride held? A, 1968, B, 1971, or C, 1970? 1970. Is that your final answer? Final answer. You are correct. Okay. You used your context clues. If the Stonewall Rise was in 1969, right. then the first Pride Festival was in 1970. Right. I'm smart. Way to go. You go. You go, Glen Coco. Okay, is that it? No, bitch. We got two more questions. All right. Uh, question number seven. You are, what is it? What's the What's the score? 4-2? I'm 6-0. I'm oh. No, you're not. It's 4-2. Uh yeah, because this is question number seven. Okay. Um, okay. When did the American Psychiatric Association declassify homosexuality as a mental disorder? Oh my gosh. Was it it A? Y'all, y'all hear these questions, right? There's a point. Make sure that y'all get in his ass about these point. questions. Okay, go ahead. A, 1990. B, 1978. C, 1985. Or D, 1973. Can I have the questions i mean the answers again do you want the question as well no a 1990 b 1978 c 1985 or d 1973 i'm gonna say 1990 i bet it was late i bet it was super late in the game that they did it is that your final answer 1990 is my final answer Unfortunately, that is not correct. What was it? The correct answer is 1973. Mm, okay. So we are four and three now. Here we go. This is a chance for the house to tie it up or for a Trent to run away with it. Question eight, and our final question. Who was Thank the God. first? Chill out. 
<laughs> Who is the first openly gay man to be elected to a political office in the state of California? Oh. Was it A, Harvey Milk? Was it B, Mark Leno? Was it C, Mark Tanako? Or was it D, Harvey Avery? Can you say the question again? Who was the first openly gay man okay, openly. to be elected to that's a political the, that's office the gotcha, gotcha. in the state of California? Shout out to Andrew Gillum. Was... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Shady. What did I say? What I do? You nasty. What I say? You're so shady. Openly was the key word there. Yes. And, and I'm going to go with shady. Harvey Milk. Is that your final, final answer? answer? Oh my God. I can't believe you said that. What do you want me to do? You are correct. Thank you. I see. I gave you some easy ones sprinkled. No, in. no. I did. No, and there were no easy ones. Sprinkled there were in. Harvey. Number one, Harvey Milk. Harvey Milk was probably the easiest one. Stonewall. So, okay, good you job. got one of the easiest ones. The two leaders of the Stonewall riots, Sylvia and Marsha. I thought it was Marsha. I thought it was Marsha and Martha. No, this ain't the Brady Bunch, honey whatever okay marcia and martha um uh, yes so co- correct correct so what it was the end five and three yeah. yes so congratulations and i win again thank you, you cheated i okay but you know what? that's fine the whole point of this again was to just provide some uncommon questions and history facts so about pride because it's very important to know your history and where you came from. And also be aware that a lot of these changes were still very recent. Right. And so, like, within the past 30 years. So, it's not a very long time. Exactly. So, it Pride is a very important month. It's a very historical month for the entire LGBTQIA community. And yep. so, just know, again... Gay marriage wasn't legalized until 2015, like Boom. five years ago. That's how this recent, a lot of this stuff is going on. So I just wanted to provide some information and some other history facts. Well, Thank we you so much for you playing. Providing it. Um, okay. Well, with that being said, I need to go get a drink now because Cause you I've just had, down that I've had a full test alcoholic um, here. And so now I need to turn your Scantron in so, so we can uh, grade it. Right. I feel like I was taking the SATs. So we will be back. And when we get back, it'll be titled. It'll be time. Excuse me. See, for our this signature. Is, need another drink. <laughs> it'll be time for our <laughs> signature segment um, entitled Fizz or Flat. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Cold Pop. Um, Yeah, so y'all know that that was some BS, that whole last segment. It was good. It was good history, and it was wrapped up in a very infotainment way. Whatever. So now moving on, it's time for our signature segment, Fizz or Flat. Fizz or flat, this is where we look at pop culture and we give it a fizz if we like it or a flat if we don't. Um, You want to go first since I went first in Wu Chow? Sure. So um, for me, I want to talk a little bit about um, this is actually going to be a segment within a segment, if that's okay. Here you go. Um, You're trying to talk about my actual fleshed out segment. It's a segment you just made. One of the things that we recently saw this past week is a number of 
actors, uh, celebrities, and voiceover artists coming to the forefront who were um, cast as voices of either black or biracial cartoon characters and saying no more that we'll be taking a step back to allow these voices to be portrayed by African-American actors and voiceover artists. Um, To give you an idea, Jenny Slate, who's the voice of Missy on Big Mouth, um, was the first to speak out. I think shortly after there followed Kristen Bell, who was recently um, casted as the voice of a biracial child in the new uh, Central Park, which is a new animated animated series. series on Apple Plus. Yeah, it's on, yeah, on Apple TV. Yeah, Apple Um, Plus. Apple oh, TV Plus. Girl, whatever. Think, Same thing. You, you, you've been using mine, so you should Yeah, know. I have, but I don't watch it. But anyway. Um, And then also, uh, Mike Henry. That's the newest one. That one actually came out a little bit earlier today. Who's Mike Henry? Mike Henry plays the voice of Cleveland on Family Guy. What's he look like? Uh, Let's see. Regular average. Look like Peter Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Um, but... Up. What this has kind of brought to the light is so many other black voiceover artists coming to the forefront. And so I wanted to do a little cold pop casting to talk about who could possibly fill these roles. Okay. So for Missy, um, Marcus, do you have any names that you would like to submit? Yeah, I'm going to go with Reagan Gomez. Reagan Gomez, um, who was on The Parenthood. Yes. Years ago. Yes. But she's done a lot of voiceover work. Yeah, she's done voiceover work for, I think, American Dead, okay. uh, for Family Guy, and I want to say Bob's Burgers, but I'm not quite sure. It was it was some other character. I f- forget right off the top of my head, but she definitely okay. She's I'm, I'm gonna, done some acting. I have maybe another choice. Okay, who you got? Uh, Yara Shahidi. For Missy? For Missy. See, I've never, I've never watched Big Mouth, so oh, I don't really? oh, it's such know a good show. how Missy's it's such character a good, so is. So, Miss, to give you an idea, Missy's character is, is kind of like a, almost like a know-it-all, kind of nerdy character. What about Marseille? Martin, I was going to say, Martin. so that would be my second choice. It's okay. either going to be Marseille or Yara. I can see But Marseille. I think one of those two um, would be really great choices. Okay. Okay, what about for Cleveland? I mean, the obvious choice, but I want to give it to somebody who's a little more lower. I mean, Phil Lamar has done everything, so I don't... Phil Lamar, yes. Necessarily, he would be good, but uh, I don't know. You go first. Let me think. I'm, I'm, so what my idea is, like, let's make, let's make it new. Let's give it, like, let's allow some new people to kind of come into it because... You know, when I think about black voiceover artists, I immediately go to Phil Lamar. I go to Cree Summer. Deborah Wilson. Um, Deborah Wilson, who they've all done so many characters. Like but thousands and thousands of characters. I would characters. be interested to see what, um, you know, someone like Cedric the Entertainer's take on it is. Has he done voiceovers? I'm sure he has at some point. I can't remember. I couldn't think of one. You know who else would have been good for... Missy, or maybe the character in Central Park, uh, Regina King, who voiced yeah. the Boondocks character, Riley. And I think that she could do it too. But I was thinking like somebody like who hasn't done voiceovers. A lot of like, voiceover work. I was, to me, that I was thinking about Cedric for Cleveland. Um, it's got to be somebody who has like a distinct voice, though. And yeah, I, don't think I think Cedric has that distinct of a voice. So do me a favor and go watch. 
Cedric the Entertainer in the movie Kingdom Come. Oh, I've seen it. And then you'll see why I think. So, to me, I think that voice that he does in that movie would be a perfect marriage of the new Cleveland. Okay. Or Um, what about his, how he kind of portrayed, well, okay, never mind. I see what you're saying. Because I was going to say, what about how he portrayed um, the character in Barbershop? Yeah, he's a little bit old. That's a little bit of an older character, possibly, but I really enjoyed his um, the speech impediment in yeah. in Kingdom Come. I would really like to see Whoopi Goldberg do some more VO work. Really, I think she's she's got a distinct voice and is really good at. Question: This is something that I've always wanted to know. Okay, was Whoopi Goldberg the voice of Gaia in Captain Planet? Who was the voice of Gaia? It sounds just like Whoopi Goldberg to me. Every time that I will watch an episode of Captain Planet, some of the earlier episodes, and I hear Gaia talk, and I'm like, that's Whoopi. Well, I definitely spelled her name wrong. Uh, aha! Whoopi Goldberg and Margot Kidder both voiced Gaia. Yeah, I think Whoopi Goldberg started. I think she did. Yes, so if you watch the early episodes of Captain Planet, it's Whoopi's voice as Gaia. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, it says Whoopi Goldberg. Let me see what Margot Kidder looks like. Oh, she's, oh, uh, oh, she's, she died in 2018. Mm-hmm. She's a white woman, though. But I think what would also be cool and what I think could really kind of start to fold is I think that this could be an easy transition for a lot of these IG comedy people um, to kind of come up and start to do... I could see Blame like, It on Quay doing something. Yeah, or like not Carlton Banks doing the voice of Cleveland. Oh, because he's done yeah, Cleveland person. Yeah, I was like, okay, I could rock with that. Like, Oh, you know who else? Uh, Jay Farrow and Gilbert uh, and Godfrey. What's his name? They did the whole impersonation battle where one was Maya Angelou and one was Oh, Goldberg. that is they so. Both you're talking about yeah, Godfrey and yeah, uh, but it's not Jay Farrow. It's, um, um, it's the other one. Uh, his name is, and you know, I have this saved on my Instagram. I watched that it clip. It was so good. I watched that clip probably once. He was on Wild and Out. I forget. His I probably name watched now. that clip probably once a week. To be honest with you, they were both so um, good. It it's what's his the name? Funniest thing. You know what? I might have to post that to the Cold Pop page just Please so that do. everyone knows. Please do. But it is literally one of the funniest things. Both it's, of them could probably um, voice uh, Cleveland. So these two comedians are doing a conversation between Maya Angelou and Whoopi Goldberg. And Godfrey Guys, plays it's Maya Angelou. literally the funniest thing. Godfrey does play Maya Angelou, but I want to make sure that I'm telling you right who is the... It's avion crockett yes, avion crockett he plays oh my gosh it is Whoopi. the funniest shit that yeah. you will listen to it is so good. it's so spot on yes um i think even Whoopi had to comment like, on it and was like i read okay. ingredients and i, I, I <laughs> everything it was so good um, so 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 good and i had my glasses on just as you have yours on now it's so <laughs> funny i might have to post that um later on in the week but so good um Okay, what's next for you? Well, I give that a fizz. Definitely give it a fizz. Um, and we are... It's not something that I... To be honest with you, I did not initially think... Like, oh, these people need it. to yeah. get out. Like, we... Yeah. That's not something that kind of came to the forefront for me. And I was just like, oh, like... But I love, you know, Jenny Slate as Missy. But um, I can kind of see the bigger picture and yeah. 
also let's make the way for some some more black talent to come through absolutely um, so fizz for me too okay my first fizz um deals with the lovely and also the smallest state in the country rhode island okay so here's the headline rhode island moves to change official name due to slavery connotations wait what rhode island governor gina raimondo recently issued an executive order to eliminate the word plantations from state documents and websites currently the official state name is the state of rhode island and providence plantations did not know that Oh, Rhode Island, known formally as the state of Rhode Island and Providence Plantations, will drop the latter half of its official name and state documents and websites following an executive order signed by the governor. Sure, girl. Are we giving this a fizz or a flat? Sure. I I mean, come on. I said sure. Like, don't the one use your last name anyway. Right. (laughs) But okay. Just Rhode Island. Hey. Yeah. So fizz. Great. Good. Good for you. Good Good for you. you. Good for you. Good for you. What you got? Well, my last one is just about our girl, Lena Waithe. What happened? What she did? So, okay. Lena Waithe was on the James Corden show earlier this week. The late show. Late, late show? Yeah. Okay. And basically called out two publications, The Hollywood Reporter and Variety, Uh for ignoring black shows. How um, so? Like, what, so in what capacity? In their in, like in the instance where we are starting to talk to talk about award season and what shows are going to be looked at for Emmys and you know other shows. Oh, and so other like awards. leading up to like right who's moving in the forward. Yes, Lena said that there was a stark contrast in the ones and the shows that were basically listed as maybe shoe ins or as hopefuls, but then when it came to the black shows, it was like long shot or you know maybe a threat to the um to to that hopeful and so she started to kind of basically say that there's almost like there's a look at black shows as if they are invisible and just not being considered to be on the same plane as a number of their white counterparts um and when we talk about what is a white show versus a black show i think we we're she kind of listed like there is a direct, you know, kind of almost avoidance of the insecures, the blackest, the black AFs, twenties. Uh, her show that's on BET, Atlanta. Atlanta. There is almost kind of a direct, almost just turning of the back to shows of that nature with black creators at the helm. And so, she called to task those two publications in, um, in particular. I don't think that they have came with responses just yet. I'm looking forward to see what they have to say. But what do you think about her calling them out? She kind of, she, I mean, she just, she went on to give a list of black shows that have been basically shut out of award season. Um, do one we of, know the shows that they were Dear talking White about? People was yeah. another show that, you know, I think a lot of us were like, this is groundbreaking, this is great stuff, and was completely just... Mm-hmm shut out of the entire thing and so it's funny um to see her you know kind of bring that contrast to the to the forefront on a quote-unquote white show (laughs) so let me ask you this what makes a show a black show for me black cast black creators so what happens if you have a show that has a black lead 
but a majority white cast. So like a scandal. Yeah, or a how to get away with murder. I don't see them as black shows. You don't see them as black shows, even though they have a black lead. Nope. And so, okay, I mean, I agree. I don't, I'm not disagreeing with that. But, but I mean, you could argue that like Scandal, which has a black person at the helm, Shonda Rhimes, you know, did that get the award recognition that it deserved? I don't think so. You know, when you think about Scandal, how can how many Emmys can you say that that as epic as it was? Okay, so then let's do this. So I'm going to just go down the list and you tell me black show, not black show. Is Scandal a black show? I think it had a yes. majority black I'm audience. Gonna say, I'm going to say Scandal was a blackish show. How to Get Away with Murder? No. Blackish? Yes. Insecure? Yes, black show. Atlanta? Black show. Uh, give me some other shows. Um, we said Insecure. We talked about uh, Black AF. Yeah. What? Are, uh, Dear White People. Those were the two that Dear she White named. People. Um, I'm trying to think what else. What other black shows are out right now? Oh, what about The Shy? That is a black show, through and through. Okay. Uh. Okay. So, I mean, I give it a fizz. Yeah, more visibility, more, I mean, honestly, I think some of these black shows are much better than some of these shows. I think Scandal got, so I looked, I just recently looked it up. Scandal did get two Emmys. But was it for an actor or for the show? It was just for the, it was actress. It was Carrie Washington. She got two Emmys. Okay. And I know Viola Davis. Two primetime Emmys, yeah. Won an Emmy as well for How to Go With Murder. Yeah. Um, and then Blackish has won. Empire, Black Show. Yeah. So okay. I mean, I don't think that she's wrong in what she's saying. I don't either. And for that, I have to give her a fizz. Like I give it a fizz. Why is it that these are all the long shots? Because of the people who are calling the shots. Oh, Donald Glover did get an Emmy, or Donald Glover got I think something he got for Atlanta, but I don't think they won. No, I think he won. Maybe. Oh, it was for that episode. It was for um, the episode with the white guy. They um, won like guest episode, guest episode spot or something. For, from I think it was from season two or season three. Yeah, it was the um, the Teddy. Yeah. 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 I think they did. He got yes, he got an Emmy for um, lead actor. Yeah. Okay. Well, good for her. Keep keep. We gotta keep the pressure. So I mean, but wait. Before we go back, hold on. I just want to make sure. Uh huh. Scandal mm-hmm. was only nominated, but they never won. Yes, I thought so. And then Viola, but Carrie. So Carrie didn't win. Carrie Scandal did not win an Emmy. They were nominated didn't twice. Didn't lose the Taraji? I no. It was one of the. It, I remember one of the years. No. Taraji was nominated for Empire. That was that was the year the Viola won. Yes, because she came she down and hugged Taraji. Yes, and Taraji like pushed her to the stage, like "Go, girl! Like go get your Emmy!" Yes, because Taraji was more excited than I think Viola was. Yeah, Viola won. But yeah, so Scandal that no Scandal did not have an Emmy. Let's okay. retract that because 
Yeah, they. I remember but she was nominated, nominated, but they were nominated twice. She got the nomination twice, but she never won. And then Taraji was nominated twice and won once, I think. And then I don't think Taraji has an Emmy. I think she won for Cookie. When I like, don't think the first so. Or second year, I doubt it. Let's look it up real quick. Oh uh, yeah, look it up. I don't think so. No, she was a nominee. Nominee. Same thing. See, that's what nominee I'm saying. She's not. Lena Waithe is telling y'all she's not wrong in what she's saying. So fizz for me. Yeah, it's a she fizz. She definitely needs to, to let them know. That's a fizz. Okay. Uh, I just want to read this quick article really quickly to you, and it's definitely a fizz. A Georgia grand jury has indicted three men in the killing of Ahmad Arbery, a 25-year-old black man who was pursued and shot dead as he jogged through a Brunswick neighborhood in February. Yes. Cobb District Attorney Joyette Holmes announced the nine-count indictment last Wednesday. The indictment charges Gregory McMichael, Travis McMichael, and William Roddy Bryan with malice murder, four counts of felony murder, and two counts of aggravated assault, false imprisonment, and yes. criminal attempt to commit false imprisonment. Yes. Send him to jail. Throw him under the jail. All of them. But that's it. No. So it's a small victory. They still have to go through trial. They still have to go through trial, but this is a small victory. And we keep it pushing. It's definitely a fist for me. I think that there's going to be so many eyes on this case. Absolutely. And the George um, Floyd case. Yes. As and it, the Breonna as they go Taylor to trial case. When they I, arrest them. When officers. they arrest them. But I think, um, yeah, this is exactly what we needed. Um, I'm sorry to see that it's taken so long. But this is this is what we needed. This, was, um, this, is, a, this is a deposit in the bank. And we need to see more of this. Yes. So fizz. Yeah. Um, okay, that's all I have. Okay, well, I mean, Marcus, so that's the end of the show. What are you leaving away with with final thoughts? What am I living... Wash your damn hands and oh, wear a Lord. mask. Okay, yeah. There's still a pandemic going on. Stop trying to run to the bars and the clubs and stuff because you're bored. Pick up a book, read, learn a new skill, or just chill out. You know, like, the more and more that we rush and force this opening, the more and more we're going to be really stuck at home later this year and probably in worse trouble than we were at the beginning of the year. So like if we want any semblance of trying to salvage this year, stay home or go outside, do something outside Okay, and wear a mask. Shit. Okay. Wear a mask. Thank you. That's all. All right. Well, for me, I mean, I think what I'm leaving with number one, is um, I need to brush up on my pride history. Yes, you do. Even though I won. You cheated. I didn't cheat, but I, I won, but I need to brush up on my pride history. But then also, I think I'm also telling and urging people to take a page out of Kentucky's playbook and how they um, came against that voter suppression um, and how they were just like, we're not going to be turned away. I love that. And use this as a guide and anticipate some BS like this happening in your area. Um, so just be prepared because this year is a very important year with everything that's going on, but it's also going to set the trajectory for how things move uh, within the next four to eight years. I agree. So. Kudos, I agree. Um, okay, well, 
as always, thank you guys for listening. We're going to wrap this on up. Wrap, wrap it up. Feel free to subscribe, like, and share to the podcast on all podcast platforms, including yep. Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google SoundCloud, Play. Google Play. Um, and share, you know, share, share write a, a comment. Or if you have some commentary on an episode that you're watching, send us an email. Give us a little something. We yes. want to know how you guys are responding to what we're talking about. We want to know how you're enjoying it. Let us know how you listen. If you listen on your way to work, if yes. you listen in the shower, if you listen while you cook, put all of that. Tag us in some stuff on social media. Get us up and popping, y'all. Yes. Okay? And if you have questions or re- listener letters or emails, feel free to email us at Show at gmail.com that's it and follow us on socials you can find me on instagram at trenton rashad and on twitter at trenton rd and you can find me on all the socials at marcus d steel with an e on the end and don't forget to follow the podcast on socials at cold pop show that's it and on youtube yeah, true. YouTube. Come on, we gotta plug all of these. YouTube we gotta. Coming we're as well. building a brand, a network. So, uh, with that Trent being said, everyone have a great. Work. I'm not even addressing that. Everyone have a great week, and we will see you guys next time. Thanks Bye. for listening.